What's poppin' podcast family? It's your girl Advice from Hannah coming at you with our 12-day holiday special. I couldn't let 2020 slip away without dropping some fire your way December 1st all the way to December 13th. But I gotta let you know, is your IG game slacking? Our girl Amanda, the official podcast sponsor of the Advice from Hannah show, is teaching us how to beef up our IG game on the wolfe.co on IG. That's love. Head over to the Wolf Co ig page where our girl is going to show you how to create genuine conversation hey i'm april and i'm nicole we're the Hughie sisters. sisters merry christmas are you guys in need of a fab holiday gift don't worry the sisters got your back we got you so good head on over to www.hughsie.ca that's huzy.ca to find our exclusive earring collection collaboration designed with advice from hannah herself endless sparkle baby and while you're there check out our hot new gluten-free ebook getting gluten-free with the sisters available now your yours is episode 100 by the way wow i know i'm so excited very honored can't really give him a hard day because like I know him and whatever. All right, so we're back to the advice from Hannah holiday special. I'm like honored, humbled. I'm even sweating a bit. Like, you know, he you can't see me in the dark, but I'm sweating because we have somebody super special in the building. His name is Juan. One welcome. Hello. <laughs> very excited to be here. Very, very humbled. Very excited. If you're sweating, I'm sweating three times as much. I usually I sweat a lot. And when I have a camera in front of me and when someone's recording, I'm sweating. Like my my butt cheeks are wet right now. So that, that says a lot. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I have to ask you to introduce yourself because I don't think I could even do it justice. I don't think I could do the introduction justice. Like tell, tell the people who you are, those who don't know you. Well, no, you make it sound like if I was like a a superstar, but I'm just, I'm just Juan, Juan, a human being who I'm a stand up comedian. I'm a comedian because I do, I do a lot of things besides just stand up comedy. Uh, I, I, I quit my corporate job, which I had pursued for so many years. Mm-hmm. I would say, I don't know, over 15 years on wor- working and studying to get to the place that I, where I got to. And I, uh, I quit because I wanted to be poor. I wanted to disappoint my family. Now, I wanted to pursue my dream and do something that was really meaningful for myself. So, uh, yeah, I became a comedian. I started my own comedy production company, which then became a school because now I teach people how to become funny, confident speakers. So it's a lot about public speaking through, co- through comedy. This, this comedy school has grown so much that it's now it's taking over a lot of my time. It became my passion because it's like I'm, I'm helping people to overcome fears, to face uh, things that might be hurting inside of them through comedy and i love that and uh yes i don't know that's that's basically who i am just a comedian i've been around the world just getting to to see new cultures and making different people laugh comedy has taken me already to 13 countries which is crazy i never thought comedy was going to take me so to so many places including singapore and malaysia which is crazy that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I wasn't crazy. on the other side of the world. It's, it's everything is upside down. <laughs> no, it's uh, well, it, it, culture shock is incredible. Everything. I went to Malaysia to do a TEDx talk about, well, the perks about pursuing your dreams. Mm. And uh, five minutes before going on stage, I had to go to the bathroom. I had to go to the bathroom. And as soon as I was at, at a university in Malaysia, one of the, like the biggest university in Asia or something like that. And then I, I go to the bathroom five minutes before going on stage. I open the bathroom stool and 
there's nothing, just a, a hole in the floor. And that's it. And then like a hose of water on the side and, and no toilet paper, no toilet, no nothing. That for me was the first big culture shock because yeah. I had to pee on a hole. And um, number two, on a <laughs> hole. number one in the hole and number two on my tennis shoe. <laughs> Were they white? Were the tennis shoes white? No, I'm just kidding. Everything went okay, but it was it was funny. It was like, oh my goodness, what's gonna happen? So yeah, yeah, that's that. I don't. That's the worst introduction in the world. I just I, I just don't like how people introduce me because it sounds like I'm a superstar, and I just consider myself like regular human being that does comedy and, and pursues his passion, and that's it. And 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 that's it. I get that. I totally get that. I gotta I gotta say two things. You have really good knees. That you crouch down right before a show to, to, use, <laughs> to use the bathroom. Because I'd be like wobbling everywhere. With my so. <laughs> you you would just sit on the on the on the ground like oh, okay. <laughs> and then God bless me trying to get up. And and two, I, I love the like how humble you are and, and everything. And I get it. To you it's just you're you're giving your light to people and you're and you're doing your comedy and that comes from your heart. So you don't, it's, it's normal for you. Like, this is what you want to do. And that's what yeah, you're doing. Exactly. Kind of what, what I'm grasping from it. But when it comes around the holidays and I kind of want to like this whole special. So picture me and you sitting at, we're, we're family now. Okay. We're having Christmas dinner Ooh, together. Right? We're family. Who are you? Are you my, my niece? Are you my. Your stepdaughter. <laughs> my stepdaughter. Oh my God. You're, you're making me feel super old right now. My st- am I am I married to like a like a I don't know seventy year old woman or what? Oh my god, sixty sixty. I'm joking. Okay, she must be hot then. So- you know she gets around. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing. Okay. She hears me. Um, you know what? No, okay, we can be cousins. Cousin, be- sure, cousin. perfect. Fine, fine. I'll be the fun cousin. So you change um, the story because your mom's going to listen to these and be like, what the hell? Oh, my God. My mom is I, – I could probably do 50 episodes on just my mother alone and just everything that she does. So I made – because I'm working remote now, sometimes I go and I do my brand work and I make her go on the computer and just answer my messages for me. Uh-huh. So I'm working and she, she's answering for me, right? She's like, ah, this person said so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, write this. So – I had to run. So I left on the computer. I'm like, just say I'm going on break in 15 minutes. Uh-huh. Right. And just move the mouse around. So <laughs> when I come back, she had a full conversation with my, with my team lead. And she even put a smiley face and everything. I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's fun. That's fun. That's a nice mom. Yeah. She, she, she's pretty cool. My mom's, she's my best friend. Literally. We do everything together. But as you're sitting around the table and you're somebody who's done so much and you're, and you're super motivated, how does that work for you? Because there's somebody in the table like me right now who's in the shits and nothing's going my way. What, what kind of advice would you give me or what kind or what would you say to me? Like, as you're passing me the extra vodka down the table, because <laughs> you see me stressed out. <laughs> well, first of all, you're saying that you're going through the shits and that I'm doing super well, but it's it's never like that. I think everyone's it's fighting their own battles, right? Yeah. Uh, some people show it, so people some people don't. Yeah. Uh, we don't we don't know with uh, how much thirst the other person drinks, right? So it's hard to judge, but uh, I, I don't think I'm doing great. Like I, I, there's great things that are happening in my life. But uh, there's there's there there are battles that I'm still struggling with and that I'm trying to take care of and uh, but again the the view that I have in life is that you're always going to be in a constant fight right you're always going to be struggling there's always going to be something even if you have everything right there's always something in the back so more than than being okay with everything is just being okay with what's happening. If it's good or bad, it's happening and it is what it is. And you got to make the best out of it. And that's, that's the, what I've been putting into practice for the past few years. Like there's, I cannot 
not go through tough times. I cannot prevent myself from from eating shit, like I, I say. And I cannot prevent myself from, from committing errors and, and, and shit happening to me, but I can definitely change how I view those problems. Mm-hmm. So the meaning that I give to every circumstance that, that, that I go through, that I own that. I don't, I don't own how things happen to me, but I definitely own how things, how I, how I, uh, the meaning that I give them, right? So that's, the, that's my main and biggest advice every time that, that anyone asks me, asks me like what, what, how I deal with my stuff and how I pursue my dreams and how I work every day on, on this that I call passion. Because even though it's my passion, there's obstacles and there's things that I don't like about this and there's, there's errors that I've, I've there's a, a lot of errors that I have uh, fallen onto. And, but it's again, every circumstance is about how you view it, how the perspective that, it, that, you, that, that you view it from and the meaning that you give it to it. So my advice is make the best with what you have. That's, that's it. You're always going to be struggling. So you might as well struggle with a smile. <laughs> you know what? I, I totally understand that, especially when it comes to like when just everything gets thrown at you. I find that what I keep saying to myself is this is happening for the greater good. Like it could be raining on me. I'm like, oh, this is this is happening for the greater good. I'm like, something is going to come out of this. This is going to be good because at the end of the day, la, la lluvia se acaba. like it stops raining. It's, uh-huh. It can't rain forever. So let, eventually- let, let me stop you there. What if it never stops raining? I'm gonna have to learn how to grow through the rain. Exactly. So it's it's just the the fact that like, the matter of fact of just asking yourself like it's raining, it's never gonna stop raining. This is the new reality. Can I be happy? Yes, I can. How? We'll figure it out. Period. That that's that's life. Where do you get your strength from? I gotta ask. My strength, I think, from my weaknesses. <laughs> that's I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to position that, but I think I think that's the reality in my life and in almost everyone else's life. It's you you learn how to be strong in certain circumstances because you've lived the other side of the blade, the other side of the coin. So if I'm doing great in something, it's because at some point I was I was fucking failing on that. Yeah. And that's uh I don't know, a lot of people grow without having to go to go through the through the tough times but for myself it's been anything that i'm good at it's because i sucked at it in every single aspect mm, i love that you just said that say it again say it again like i love that i even freaking something dropped <laughs> like, i was like oh my god he said it you somebody said it you we're not born you're perfect at doing all these things you get at Better all, at all. yes, yes, yes. You well, we're doing your podcast right now, and I'm, next week or in two weeks, I'm supposed to to start recording my own podcasts because I'm gonna I'm gonna launch on 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 January next year. But again, like in my head, I was like, no, nah, should I do this? I don't know if people are gonna listen to it. I don't know if I'm gonna do it right. What am I gonna be talking about? Am I gonna be uh, viewed as 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 uh, I don't know? Like I so many questions, so many stories, so many things going in my head, and I was like, I had to stop myself and tell and tell me, like tell myself, like, dude, if you want to become good at this and you want to figure out what your podcast is gonna look like and you want to find your voice and your message, well, you gotta get started, and you gotta fuck it up, and you gotta fail, and you gotta. Try to try, just try, go for it. Because again, failure is not not achieving something. It's not trying to achieve it. You know, you're gonna kill the podcasting space. I don't know why you're. You can hit me up and ask me whatever it is that you feel like like asking me. Trust me, people do it all the time. People I don't like and I don't answer. So I'm telling you. Like I tell mom. my mom, <laughs> my cousins, oh, I want to start a podcast. I'm like, oh, for what? And you know what? I'll give you the, like, in my perspective, what I've learned from it is three things. If you mess up an episode, they don't care. They really don't. Yeah, people they don't care. care. 
You no, care more in your head. You think you're so important. You're not as important as you think. Nobody cares about you. So just, just fucking do it. Just go for it. And if you tell your audience, whether it's just your mom, your dog, and your brother, that you're launching a podcast every Monday for the next 30 Mondays, you drop it every Monday for the next 30 Mondays. Because that is the only way that you can keep them. If you're consistent with your craft, consistency right? Consistency over everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Over Even if it's horrible, even if it's horrible, I have horrible. Ep- I taped an episode where I was listening to music on another, like I left my phone on and the music was playing in the background. So this whole time I'm talking and you just hear Bruno Mars in the background. And I'm like, fuck, but it was 10 PM on a Monday and I had to post it. So I posted it. It was like probably episode, I think like nine or 10. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I learned that the hard way as well. I used to do sketches, comedy sketches. And, and I used to, I, I wanted them to be perfect. Mm. So I would record and I would edit for hours. And then I didn't like the, the final product. And I was like, no, I got to record this again. So I would waste days trying to record something then i put it up there and yeah people like it and all this and then i recorded another one in five minutes no life five minutes i posted it and people were cracking up and just commenting and liking and everything so so i learned that people what people are expecting from you is not perfection it's authenticity and authenticity is never it's never perfection it's never going to look perfect it's never going to be a hundred percent but the good thing about not being perfect is that your viewers your followers your listeners are not perfect so they're going to feel comfortable with you because they're connecting to your authenticity Mm -hmm. so that's that's what i'm aiming for to i cannot wait i'll subscribe (laughs) Just, just send me the link Send me the link. I'll, I'll send you the link to my podcast and to my OnlyFans. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> send it over. I love I love the podcasting space. I think you're going to do great because it's the only space that I find that your aesthetics doesn't matter. True. Doesn't matter. You could talk whatever it is that you need to talk and that's it. And they'll love you for your voice. And that's that's like the biggest compliment, like for how you sound like, right? Not with how you look like. I know I probably sound like I'm 500 pounds right now. But, you know, you're. <laughs> why, why would you say that? How does a 500 pound person sound like that? Apparently, like me at this point. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How do I want to ask you now? How, what kind of person, if you did not see me on the camera, because we're, we're looking at each other right now, what kind of person do I sound like? I don't know because I've seen you so many times. We can't ask me this. Okay, so you're looking at me and you like my voice matches my 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 look. So basically, well, a, a serial killer. Perfect. <laughs> Honestly, serial killers are welcome. I always wanted to interview one because I I want to understand the logic behind why why they how do they get there to that point, right? I think it'd be fascinating. But well, just I the the other day I got asked like I I love talking to my friends about random stupid things and we always take it to the extreme and we asked within the group of friends we were like okay what would it take for you to kill someone and and the answers were for me was like you know what I don't know I I would definitely torture someone yeah someone, yeah. That, someone that has done something really bad i would i would torture that for free <laughs> i would pay you would pay somebody pay me to honestly so you guys are listening to we can't we can't piss him off he'll torture us until we can't anymore and then you just yes, like, yes 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 but yeah so I don't know how we got off track right now and we ended up talking about killing people but let's go back but to- you know what Let's really back in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about burning people, okay? No. Well, not you know what? Now that you said burning, I got to put I didn't know what ghosting was. Ghosting, what is it? 
so when somebody just stops talking to you completely. Oh yeah, like, yeah I've heard of that. They fall off the, the face of the planet. So I'm talking to my goddaughter and she's 21. And I like to talk to her because like, you know, and she's like, yeah, so he like ghosted me. I'm like, se volvió Gasper. But anyways, I just had to put it in there because we were talking about making people disappear and all that. So I thought that would be uh, a neat, a neat thing. But to, to circle back with neat things, what's your favorite Christmas memory? Like, do you have one growing up that kind of sticks or even one recently as an adult that kind of makes you? Well, like, I would say I've, I've had amazing, amazing Christmases, I think. With my family, we're we're such an amazing family. We're very close together. We we weren't as close. Uh, we when I was a kid, I my parents were like working all the time, and uh, I grew up in the street just with my friends and hanging out, and I was skating and you know all that. Back in Colombia, I'm from Colombia, and then we lived in the states. We moved to the states because uh, security and and financially we had to. Uh, so we moved to the States to pursue the American dream, which actually became the worst nightmare because we ended up starting from scratch. My mom, who uh, was a lawyer, had to start cleaning houses. And my stepdad went from being an engineering to also cleaning like car dealers and all that. I started working when I was 11 years. I was a dishwasher and then I, I uh, um, paper boy. And I did all sorts of jobs that you could, I, I could list. I don't know, 10 pages of just the different jobs that I, that, I, that I went through. So we had all kinds of Christmases, like Christmases from, from not from getting amazing gifts and sharing with all my family to a Christmas where we did not have a penny to buy anything for anyone. We're four brothers. Two, I have a bigger brother and two, two my, my two little brothers. And there was a Christmas where we didn't have anything. And my parents were working that night cleaning. And then I was taking care of my two little brothers. And uh, yeah, so that was Christmas. So I think I have a little bit of everything. But if I look back and I had to pick one, I would say I would pick the Christmas from two years ago. Because I was in London, Ontario with my family that's where my stepdad, my mom, and my two little brothers live. And I was with them. And uh, financially, they weren't going through the best time. And uh, on my side, well, I was doing my comedy thing. And I have ups and downs. And at that point, I wasn't doing great either. So I said, you know what? There's I don't have money to be spending on six people here. So... If I cannot give them anything material to make them smile, I might as well just give them, go straight to the smile. Skip the gift. How can I make them smile? Mm -hmm. So so I told them, let's surprise each other with gifts that we would never imagine the other person giving us. And... uh, Let's just budget 40 bucks for all the gifts. Like I would spend 40 bucks on the six gifts that I had to buy. That's it. Only 40 bucks. So you got to be as creative as possible. So when the time came under the tree, there was like a billion gifts under there. And it was funny because then we started opening things and it was like McDonald's burgers and then I I packaged I I wrapped I bought this like the the biggest size of fries in McDonald's mm. yeah that my brother loves my little brother and I wrapped every single fry in a different wrap <laughs> and then the box where the fries come in I wrapped the box so it was a it was it was funny so we ended up just having a blast my mom wrapped our dirty clothes, dirty underwear, uh, everything. So all kinds of funny things ended up uh, under the tree. And I think we've never had a better time during Christmas. Just freaking laughing our asses off, 
not caring. Because sometimes when you buy a gift, and this has happened to me in the past, you, you buy a gift, and then if you receive something, you open it up, and you look at it, and it's either very expensive or maybe cheap or maybe something that you don't like, and maybe it doesn't match the amount that you spent on that person. So it's it's kind of like it's it's uh, it's not as as joyful as you would think. But then this time around, it, it didn't matter. Money didn't matter. We only cared about skipping the gift and getting straight to the lab. And I love that. You know what? I really like that you that you touched upon the fact that it was $40 and you had to do like the, like I call them gag gifts. That's what I call them, right? So uh-huh. like gifts that make you happy. And it's never really about the gift. Like what I find from, from this season that I've been talking to everybody is that it's not the gift. It's how it's made you feel. Exactly. Exactly. It's how it's made you feel the whole entire time. That's hysterical. Well, I love that. We, we always stay in, in our workshops. Again, going back to I teach, I have a school, comedy, public speaking, all this, right? So some people might be saying this immigrant, he doesn't even know how to speak English and he's teaching people how to speak. What? What's going on here? But we always love to share a quote, going back to what you just said, from Maya, Maya Angelou. Mm. And she says, people will, will never remember what you said. People will never remember what you did. But they will definitely remember how you made them feel. Yeah. And that works in every single aspect of life, in your personal life, in your job, anywhere. People will remember how you made them feel. So again, going back to, to a Christmas uh, story, I think it's it was it was the best Christmas because we just made us made made each other feel so great. Like money was on a side; it only mattered that we were there, laughing, sharing, and that was it. And that was that. And that that's exactly what it should be like. I find, but but with all the different stressors and and what's going on. Lately, for the last, I think, three years, whenever anybody goes, Hannah, what do you want? I say pajamas. So you can just imagine. <laughs> Especially now that we're living this quarantine life, pajamas, because I'm just getting fat and I'm not wearing anything else besides pajamas. Good. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. That is my go-to gift to the point now that like, people people know that I give them pajamas and they give me pajamas back. Like this is just like the, the exchange. What, what? I'm going to interview no, you now. What has been the worst gift that you've gotten in your life? Oh my God. It could be Christmas. It could be your birthday. It could be anything. Okay. So I got one for you because I got super offended with this. You know, in Walmart, when they sell those things that have the Dove body wash uh-huh. and they sell it like a package. So it's like the Dove body wash lotion, but it's Dove, right? Somebody gave me that as a gift. And I was so offended because two things. One, yo puedo ser fea. I could be ugly, but I never smell bad ever. Like a scent is like my thing. I have, Looking on my dresser, I have like 10 different perfumes. This is all I do. And they gave me this. And I was so hurt because I was like, after they gave it to me, I was like, like, do I, like, am I, am I smelly to you? Like you gave me, <laughs> you gave me this, you know, they could have given me body spray from the dollar store at that point, And I would have been happier than to actually give me soap. Um, I found that like super offensive. Like to me, it was super offensive because I was like, Oh my goodness, that's funny. Did you did you ask the person the reason behind the gift? I did. I really did. And they said, oh, because you have everything. I said, so you're telling me I don't have soap? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I was like, and this was all in Spanish too. So you already know that I like, I, I made it even like a bigger deal. Um, that and this one time my mom. But I hold to- on, hold on. Did you use the soap? Of course I did. 
There you go. So it was actually a good gift. <laughs> Duh, I was like, in January, I had no money after Christmas. So I'm like, okay, so Okay, big. okay. Perfect timing. Good. So you were cleaning yourself up while you were cursing at that person. Well, you know, because it smelled like pomegranate. And I'm like, pomegranate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, I think that, but it's impossible. I think to me, it's impossible to get me a bad gift because every little stupid thing, I'm like, oh, oh my God, thank you so much. Like, and now, now I, after quarantine lockdown, I got somebody, I, I went to New York and my, my aunt's best friend who I call aunt came to visit me and she gave me these earrings, like these little stud earrings. And it was so unexpected that I got teary eyed. What? This is where I'm at right now. Like, I'm like anything makes you cry. Anything makes me freaking cry lately. I'm like, so that's a new person after quarantine that you became, eh? <laughs> the crybaby. <laughs> crybaby. On my side is everything and anything makes me orgasm. <laughs> I see my dog poop and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I've been stuck in my house for too long. For too long. Not this part of the, of the interview. <laughs> no, don't, don't cut it. Don't cut no. it because maybe someone's listening and somebody's going to be, oh, I'm going to contacting him because I'm going through the same thing and, you know, something can happen. Perfect. Honestly, at this point, <laughs> you're, you I'm opened that kidding. door for I'm them. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just Wait, how's, how's Maritza, your, your character? Like, I think she's hysterical. Oh, my goodness. Maritza's the character that I have. That's my... My dark, dirty side. So I have a, a girl named Maritza, whom I bring out every time I have something dirty to say. I bring her out and I have fun with her. But she's been resting. I don't know why. I gotta, I gotta bring her out of the closet again. Please do. I love, love her. Like I feel like she's like the dirty best friend that you'll call and be like, just secretly laugh with. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to pursue with that character. The dirty friend that you call when you need that. You're, you get, you, your, your podcast is advice from Hannah, which is a good advice. Advice from Maritza would be the worst fucking advice in the world. Make a segment in your podcast for that. Make her come oh, out. I should. Yeah. You're right. I like that. <laughs> write, write it down make her come out just for a little like second or two and i'm telling you it will be she's she's hysterical she's hysterical i really like her well i i, I and again she's a character that i love and i was a user because i think i think nowadays people get too people are too sensitive yeah and if i say it if i'm that person if because again maritza is just just the side of me But if, if it's Juan saying that, I would be I would be crucified. Yeah. So sometimes I gotta hide behind a, a character just to put my opinion out there, or just to to say what I want to say, which I think it, it shouldn't be like that. But again, there's, there's people are too sensitive, and I think nowadays, like what we're going through, we need more comedy, we need more laughs, we need people to have like thicker skin and just don't care as much about what what's going on in other people's lives. We need to. Like we, we're all going through a stressful time. We're all suffering from anxiety, depression. Like we, nobody, nobody expected something like this to happen in their lives. Mm -hmm. so nobody know, knows how to emotionally deal with this, yeah. right? So we need outlets. And some people will, will cry. Some others will just shut down and hide. And others will just go out there and, and laugh. I think that the laughing and... I don't know how to shut down my phone, I swear, like on the computer. But I think that laughter will cure everything in a sense, but you have to kind of lighten up and, and not take it so like literal, like, you know, just relajate, just relax, relax. Relax, my boy. Yes, exactly. Relax. And like I was saying before, it's when people, when, when people get offended by something, More, 99% of the times, it's not, they don't get offended because of what you said, but because of the meaning they're giving to what you said. So mm. Because whatever you say might, might be touching some fibers behind their story and inside of their heads that are triggering stuff that maybe they went through or they were, I don't know. So 
So again, maybe it's not even your fault for saying something. It's it's everyone just has a different story, and everyone just uh, takes in the 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 information you put out there in different ways. So eh, we need what more can laughs. we do? We need more laughs. We do need more laughs, and we need them coming from every single angle of the world. Literally at this point, I laugh at everything. Now, like, it's just, trust me. Be- between the, cry- the crying, I laugh a lot, too, because there's nothing else we could really do. <laughs> so, so we visit you, you're either or laughing or crying. No in-between. There's no in-between here anymore. There's no, oh, I'm so-so. It's like, no, oh, today I'm happy. T- no, today it's not. <laughs> You're my best friend, but I fucking hate you. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of my best friend, let's not even get in there. I she had me on the phone for two hours, and I was having like a panic attack. I'm like, dude, yeah, yeah. Are you done? I never get to talk to you. I'm like, I just, I'm not. <laughs> so, anyways, she drives me nuts. She could stay on the phone every day. I'm like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. But we're rambling, and I know you got to jump. Because you're a busy person and you have no, to be I, somewhere else. Well, I still have 10 minutes if you want to keep on rambling. Oh, you have only oh, get 10 minutes? Okay. I didn't want to like, no, you know. it's all good. It's all good. Especially we talk, well, we're talking about Christmas, about gifts. And what, like, again, this is going to sound super cliche, but the best gift that you can give anyone is the hear. gift of time. So Dude. giving people time, it's more precious than giving them money or objects or whatever. Just spend time, spend time on a call, go visit. Well, you can go visit, spend time on a video call. If you can go visit your family, visit your family. Don't expect gifts. Expect a joyful time. (laughs) You know what? It is spending time. I snuck out to New York. I felt like I was like breaking the rules. Like I thought somebody was going to like hit my hand or something on the plane. And when I got there, literally my, so this is my, my aunt that lives in the Bronx and you can just imagine the context, like her mouth one, you have to go one day and just sit in her living room and you will like cry. Like it was just hysteric. Everything she says is funny. She's just that funny person. She's super funny. And when I go see her, she was like really admin and on the phone before I got there, she's like, Oh, when you get to my house, you have to go wash your hands and put on and lice all your shoes. And like, she's giving me all these rules, right? Because her, her husband is like super old. So <laughs> when I get there, she, I didn't even reach the bathroom. I didn't get to do anything. She's like, come here. She gives me this big hug. And I'm like, oh, coronavirus, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my. She's like, oh no, forget el virus, olvídate. <laughs> she just hugged me, right? Wow, so, you you had already snucks. You all you had already went gone gone to New York. You had already gone to her house. So yeah. we were all doomed. We were all. I told her at least. I'm like at least we can all quarantine together. And she just <laughs> she just kept laughing. She was so funny. It was so funny. My mom's like. You're really going to go see your aunt in the middle of the pandemic. I said, it's an hour away. New York is an hour away. If shit really hits the fan, I can fly out of LaGuardia, Newark, New Jersey, and I can get to Canada. (laughs) It's not like I'm in the Caribbean, like, you know, the Dominican. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be screwed and I can't fly out. But uh, you know what? It, It is time because I actually got to sit there and spend time with her. Like I sat in her couch and- 100%. All she did was talk, 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 talk about that, everything from like the seventies to current date. <laughs> well, I've I've been doing an exercise for the past few months. Well, so I, I've been trying to become a better, better human being. So I've been reading and I've been doing a lot of personal development and I've been journaling every day and I've been doing all this kind of shit that I would never think of myself doing. But it's it's been life changing. And one of the things that I've one of the exercises that I've been doing that have actually changed my life is every week. I used to have a really bad um, relationship with my big brother. Mm. 
and I, I would always blame it on, on him. I would say like, eh, he never calls, he never shows up, he never goes to Christmas, or he never shows up on my birthday. He never. So I would, I would just put all the weight on him. But again, like I said before, I own my life. Yeah. So if I want to be happy with my brother, it's it's me. I need to act. So for the past few months, I've been calling my brother, even if he doesn't like it, even if he's doing something else, I've been calling him consistently every Wednesday at 10 in the morning. If it's five minutes, it's five minutes. If he says I cannot talk, well, at least I got to hear his voice. Sometimes it's two hours and it's been amazing. Hmm. amazing that with my brother and every week i try to call a friend from the past nice it could be a good friend it could be just a a, a friend or a person you knew but again the gift of time is just amazing so me reaching out to people especially now that people people don't call people don't have conversations people don't don't spend time just like this like talking about nothing and everything they text you. They text you because they need something. They need information or they need a favor or they need something. But we, we stopped having conversations for the hell of just talking to someone else. So I started for the past few months to every week call a different person. And it's been amazing because you reignite relationships and connections and friends and you bring back memories and you laugh. And sometimes... I'm like, I don't want to call this person, but I have to because, again, consistency. Mm -hmm. I call that person, and I'm like, I'm just going to get this over with. It's going to be a five-minute call. Two hours after, I'm like, I don't want to hang up. This is amazing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, so, yeah, the gift of time. I think that's super cool. Maybe somebody that's listening to us right now, they can pick up the phone and call somebody and actually talk to them. What I started doing is – so my my mom's oldest sister my aunt so she's her and i are twins we're very much alike how we are our personalities so they started having these virtual concerts in the dominican republic so they've taken all the like merengue stars and bachata stars and they put them nice and like it but this is like high quality stuff on like you thought it might be like no this is like they have all the lights the dancers so you buy you buy a ticket and then you you log on to this website and you see them so my aunt called me, like she called me. She's like, "Oh my god, did you see?" And she starts looking at her arms or whatever. She's like, "Because tú eres cibernética, so like they, because they know I'm online all the time." She's like, "So just you know, go online and, and figure this out for me." So I went online and I saw that the tickets, when they're like twelve fifty each, like it's nothing, right? So I buy her a ticket, I buy me a ticket, I buy all all the aunts a ticket. I'm telling you, I have not had that much fun in forever because all of us were watching this concert at the same time in different parts of the world. That's pretty cool. So we were all calling each other and dancing and whatever. And, you know, and all the cousins, like some of the cousins were watching it too. At the end of it, I, I've turned into Ticketmaster because since then, every month there's a different one. So my aunt calls me. She's like, ah, oh, viste. ¿Quién va a este man? I'm like, yeah, who? It's like, well, look, oh, so cool. So I end up buying like, I don't even know anymore. I just, I just buy tickets and I just put them in the group chat and I say, don't use them twice. Like, you know, put your name next to them or whatever. That's and pretty cool. It, it's super fun because this, this weekend she went on vacation because it was Thanksgiving and she's like, I, I'm not going to be able to see him and send you my dancing videos. So the people got smart and they, they did some bundle package that you can watch all the other five concerts. Wow including the new one until the 30th until today today i mean so i bought her that and last night as i was doing these reels and i was sitting here and i was feeling like shit i'm like what the fuck am i doing you know i don't even know what i'm doing <laughs> these fucking skinny girls like they just look so great and i was like trying and i get a, a a ping and it's her dancing to the video the to the concert uh, and she's like well I know. I was like, oh, she's like, oh, muchísimas gracias. Like, you know, she's like, you, you've made my quarantine so fun because every month I look forward to like dancing 
with my favorite stars on TV. Anyways, so that's kind of been the thing that I've done because I get to see her. I'm going to send you the video now. I love it. I love it. And I love that you guys are doing that as a family. I love that. There's so many people hiding behind the, no, I'm not going to pay for that because it's not the same. The concert, it's not live. So I'm, I'm not, it's not the same experience. I'm not going to, for example, me doing comedy. Oh no, comedy, but it's not, it's not like the real thing. It's online. Like, dude, okay. It's not the same thing. It's not going to be the same thing, of course, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be, it's not going to be fun. It's going to be freaking amazing, right? It's a different experience. It's a new thing. You never know how you're going to feel, how you're going to enjoy it until you go for it. So I love that you guys as a family are doing this kind of stuff. Love it. I think it's fun. I think you should, you should definitely give it a, a, anybody that's like listening to us right now, give those virtual concerts, events a try because I, I have been hesitant. You know what? I've been, there's a, a whole bunch of friends that have been doing this. Uh, I have a group of friends that host, I don't know if you've ever been to SWA or well, there's, there's Latin parties here in Toronto. So they've, they have hosted a couple of online parties and I'm like, I don't know. It's going to be me in front of the camera, having a drink, pretending that I'm dancing. And, uh. So I was like, again, these are conversations that I have in my head and I just don't go for it. But I want to I wanna give it a try because, again, it's better than nothing and you're still going to have fun. Even if you're making a fool out of yourself, that's an experience. And experiencers are way better than not having any type of experience in your house. I think you need to go for it. It is hysterical to see like my cousins and, you know, like, cause some of them, like we are, every cousin lives with un viejo. Like there's one of them there. Cause you know how Spanish families are. So you see my cousins like videotaping their parents dancing around in the living room, watching these concerts. And I think it's hysterical. Even one of my uncles ended up buying a smart TV because he couldn't watch it on the TV. So it was like a whole thing. He goes, no, 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 no. I'm not going to watch it on the computer again. I want to watch it on the TV like my sisters do. <laughs> and he went out and he bought a TV just to watch these concerts. So, you know, it's, it's, it's super fun just to see them do everything. And then hopefully now for the holidays, we're actually going to try to like fly in and like hang out with each other. Uh-huh. But in the DR, there's toque de queda. So everybody has to be indoors by 7 p.m. I don't know what 7 p.m. and coronavirus has to do in the Caribbean, but you have to be inside by 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, is it going to well, turn into the Caribbean? The same as in Latin America. Well, I think every Latino knows that after 7 p.m., we start having fun. We start getting too touchy. We start getting hot. <laughs> we put some salsa, reggaeton, merengue. There's no social distancing. We become just one human being. So that's not going to help. So I do understand why 7 p.m. is the, the curfew time. Honestly, you explained this to me because I'm like, 7? Really? Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to do? When the sun goes down, the salsa and the hotness goes up. So you got to pre prevent that from happening. Oh, my God. I get it. You've, you've schooled me because we might – it's, it's – Insane. We have now invested in a beach house. So we're, we've rented a beach house and my cousin from the States sent like a, a barrel with a karaoke machine. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, oh, we're doomed anyways. So he, the whole thing is we've rented the beach house. So we're all going to be just the family, just us at this beach house with the, with the private beach and this karaoke machine for four days. That's amazing. <laughs> So I'm, I'm excited about it because I was like, you really bought a karaoke? And my uncle's like, si, si, compramos. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. The one thing I find that this pandemic did, even though it's whatever you can call it, it's made families closer. At least mine's anyways. Yeah. Like my extended family. like Because I'm in here in freaking Canada. There's the States. There's Europe. There's Caribbean, Central, South America. Like we're everywhere. So I don't know why we never stayed in the, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> at some point I'm like, Dios mio, why are we like this? I have a cousin that's in Cali that I haven't seen in like, wow. I don't know, one, like six years. I haven't seen him in forever. He, I, I'm like, when am I ever going to see you? He goes, soon. Like, Jesus Christ. 
But um, yeah, we're everywhere. But at least now with this pandemic, I feel like we're closer, even though we're farther. I do. I do think the same way. You know, it it uh, it actually helped us take a step back, not be in such a rush, and uh, connect. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. I would. I would. That's for me. That's the word that comes into mind when I think about this pandemic. It's connect. It allowed for connection, for connection with ourselves, with our family members, with our friends. Even though it's not face to face, but we now we like. We're stuck at home, so it's like okay, let's let's talk, let's look at each other in a camera, let's have a conversation. So I think it's about connection, and I like it. I'm up. You have to go to a Zoom party now for me. Like you have to go to a Zoom party and let me know how it goes. <laughs> no, that's, well, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm still. Uh, I don't know. Are there uh, swinger online parties? <laughs> I would join one of those. <laughs> A Zoom orgy. I'm up for that. <laughs> Honestly, at this, do, do you think that Zoom like will, oh will Zoom you out if that happens? <laughs> Would Zoom what throw Zoom you, you out? out if it happens? I think you may need a private connection for that, like the Zoom orgies parties. No, 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 no. The last one I was in, I act. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the entry we had password to get in. No, the last one I was in, it wasn't on Zoom. It was on Skype. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was a no, no. Well, you know, don't take Microsoft. me wrong. This is all a joke. It's I'm just making fun of. Uh, it is not real. It's it was, not, it was actually on ICQ. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop me, please. Stop me, Hannah. Stop me. Stop. No, no. I can let I I let you go, man. You have to say what you feel comfortable with. Okay, so now I'm gonna jump out of this, but thank you so much for having me here. For letting It's been me, super fun. Come back anytime. For letting me share very not important information about my life <laughs> and about Christmas and all this. So yeah, thank you. You're most welcome. Please come back anytime. Um where where can people find you? Like we <laughs> People can find me anywhere. As Juan J U A N Cajiao, which is my my last name, spelled out like C A J I A O. Juan Cajiao everywhere: Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, High Five, ICQ, uh, Tinder, Grander, Humble, and everything. And your mom's phone. All right. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for dropping by. I know you're super busy. As always, this is your girl, Advice from Hannah, coming at you with Mr. Cahill, on the other hand, wishing you the best date ever. Toodles! Thank you Yay! so much, baby. Oh, I don't want to grow up. It's a trap. <laughs> it is a trap. Nobody said it was going to be like this. What, growing up? Oh, yeah, necesito un hijo de puta refund. <laughs> yeah, me too.